Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to another episode of You Tell Your Stories, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. You can learn more about our classes, both online and in Burbank, California, by visiting the youtellyours.com website, or you can watch our Facebook Live sessions every Friday on the You Tell Yours Facebook page. This week's story, from Hannah Davis, tells of ropes and leather gear, masculine performance, and of course, love. So, I am at the Stronghold Climbing Gym in downtown LA, and I am scaling a 46-foot wall, and my friend is holding the rope. And although I really like this friend, I'm actually a bit worried because we've just been through this really huge safety lecture about all the terrible things that can go wrong in a climbing gym. For example, this really experienced climber had like climbed 46 feet and then fell and broke her leg and then lost her leg because uh, her friend had not, who had less experience, had not checked the figure eight knot properly or something. Uh, someone else had got this huge brain injury because uh, someone had just let, let go of the rope. And uh, there was a definite possibility of skin lacerations because your hand can get caught in the breaking mechanism. Uh, there's uh, brain, uh, mild brain trauma and <laughs> some spinal injury from even the shortest drop. So it is really vital that my friend does not let go of this rope. Um, otherwise, it seems I'm going to die. And um, my safety is dependent upon this marriage between two people, the belayer, or the person who's got the rope, and the climber, which is me. Um, and although I do trust my friend, I really, really do, it just seems in my day-to-day -day existence really unreasonable to ask someone to be totally responsible for my life. So as I'm climbing up the wall, I have another thought that comes into my head, that this was not my idea. I was actually raised to be a slug. Uh, my family's idea of watching sport is tuning into Dancing with the Stars. Um, my, I take after my dad. See, my dad, um, when he was a kid and he was taken to see the Dodgers, he took with him a copy of War and Peace because he thought he'd be bored. Um, my sporting prowess at school consisted of um, making daisy chains and smoking Marlboro Red under the big uh, tree at the end of the hockey pitch while all the other games were going on. So I had to wonder, as I climbed up the 46-foot wall, how on earth I had got here. And I came to the conclusion that um, I am sporty by marriage. <laughs> My husband is really sporty. His idea of fun is running around and chasing lots of balls. And, um, and I didn't think he'd be sporty when I met him. I thought, I thought he'd be theatery, because I'm theatery, and we met in the theatre. Uh, it was a very gay production of Henry VI, parts one, two, and three, which is perfect for Dave, lots of chasing balls. And I, uh, it was three and a half hours long. 
It was in a theatre about the size of this. It was a cast of 25. And my job was to dress the 17 surprisingly straight males in the cast. And I had to strap them into um, leather chaps and waistcoats and armbands and caps. And Dave is hilarious. He makes me laugh my socks off every day. And I knew he was the one for me where I had to go and draw around everyone's hands uh, for their leather studded gloves. And uh, Dave gave me the nickname Handy Hannah. And I became further enamored when Dave stood on a bar stool in the pub and declared to everyone that he was single and had a really easy telephone number. <laughs> and our first date ended up with uh, both of us sitting on the lions in Trafalgar Square. And we were singing the Smith song, There is a light that never goes out. And uh, the lyric is, if a 10-ton truck crashes into us to die by your side, what a heavenly way to die. Uh, and if a double-decker bus kills the both of us, <laughs> to die by your side, the pleasure, the privilege is mine. Uh, and then we held hands and we jumped into Trafalgar Square. And we both survived the violent and vomit-strewn night bus home. Um, however, <laughs> the danger of a London night bus in the 90s is nothing compared to falling from the top of a 46-foot wall. And I, I really don't want to die in a climbing gym. It, was, it would be really humiliating. It would be in front of a lot of people. And then even worse, I'd become like one of the you know, tragic stories that they tell in safety talks. And I just... So when I get to the bottom, I decide, like, you know, this is it. I'm fine. I do not need to go up the wall again. And then Dave says, it's all right, that he's going to take the rope. And we've been through so much. We've moved two continents. We've lived in three cities. We've made two movies. We've raised three cats. Um, we've been through endless development hell. And you know what? It's all right for me to ask Dave to have my life in his hands because I loved him half my life. And, you know, even if the, really the worst thing happens, as Morrissey says, to die by your side, well, the pleasure, the privilege is mine. Hope you enjoyed Hannah's story. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard. Head over to the youtelyours.com website for details of our classes and events, both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtelyours.com or find it on iTunes or even Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel or the podcast. You can email me at mark at youtelyours.com if you have any questions or requests. Thank you for listening or watching. <laughs>